Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning blogger. I am also the founder of the divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, which you can find at heartachehall.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at hharveywrites with your stories of divorce and heartbreak. Any thoughts you might have on the episode or even questions you might want answering. And as always, you can find all the details from the episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we explore all things divorce and heartache, but leave with hope. I am your host, Hannah Harvey, and today we're talking about building your team. Now, anybody sort of around my age will remember Jim or Fix It. Um, I'm not going to talk about that bit. What I want to talk about is when the scouts <laughs> wrote to him and said they wanted to eat uh, like fast food, burger and drinks on a roller coaster. Um, so they all <laughs> go onto YouTube and watch this. It's hilarious. So they get on the roller coaster. They're sitting there with their burgers and bottles of milk. <laughs> That's how old it is. And... Basically, they're going around the roller coaster trying to eat their burgers. Their drinks are flying everywhere. And that, for me, is what divorce is like. So one of my biggest achievements during my divorce was to build a team so I could metaphorically give them my bottle of milk and burger to hold. So you can go around the roller coaster holding your own burger and bottle of milk, but I really wouldn't recommend it. And if you need further convincing, did you know that asking for help is an act of bravery? So I am reading Ryan Holiday's Courage is Calling at the moment. And every chapter is something I wish I'd heard in assembly at school. It's so good. And it's so perfect if you're going through divorce, because let's face it, you definitely need courage at times. Now, this is what he says about speaking up and asking for help. We are as sick as our secrets. We are at the mercy of fears we dare not articulate, paralyzed by assumptions we refuse to put to the test. It's okay to need a minute. It's okay to need a helping hand, to need reassurance, a favor, forgiveness, whatever. Need therapy? Go. Need to start over? Okay. Need to steady yourself on someone's shoulder? Of course. You won't get any of this if you don't ask. You won't get what you're afraid to admit you need. So ask now, right now, while you have the courage, before it's too late. We're in this mission together. We're comrades. Ask for help. It's not just brave, it's the right thing to do. That's cool, right? Are you convinced yet? Hmm, my suspicion is probably not, because we can all come up 
with a thousand reasons why we should really do it all on our own. So I'll carry on. My superpower is putting out fires and problem solving. Give me a situation and I'll go all in and have it fixed by tea time. You need a cherry picker in an hour? No problem. You want me to reinvent the wheel by Friday? Leave it with me. I think especially as women, we can feel like we have to do it all. It doesn't count if I haven't done it. And you might say to yourself, well, my mom and my grandmothers, they did all the childcare and the cleaning on their own whilst holding down a job. I owe it to them to do this all by myself. And then the world will see that I am good enough. Just a sad little heads up. This isn't going to happen. There is no medal for doing it all by yourself. And the problem with divorce is that you are the golden goose. <laughs> you know, if you flog yourself too hard, there's gonna be nothing left. There will be no golden eggs at the end of this. Divorce is traumatic and your brain is very busy dealing with the shitstorm that's going on in there. This means you need to slow everything down. There are times when you need all your strength, resilience, patience, and general sparkly Eunice. So you've got to give yourself a break. You need plenty of time to look after yourself, making sure you're eating well, getting lots of sleep, and taking time to acknowledge your feelings. And you need to reduce stress as much as you can. But you might be so bad at asking for help that this sounds pretty terrifying and by all means ignore me. But if you need permission to take your foot off the pedal, then let me be that fairy godmother and I grant you the permission you need to ask for help. <laughs> and I will reiterate, ask for help. It's not just brave, it's the right thing to do. I'll also go one further and say, this is self-care and it's an opportunity to demonstrate to your children or anyone else around you who might need to see it. It's an opportunity to show them how to prioritize yourself and your needs and that it's okay to need help. So maybe you need to start small and I'd encourage you to look at yourself as if you're a business and they say hire your weakness. But let me be clear, the help you get doesn't need to be paid help. But if you go along the lines of looking at what do I hate the most, or what is causing me the most stress, or what would make the biggest difference, that's a great place to start. So let's say maybe you need um, a bit of time to yourself so you can do some yoga or just stare out the window and cry. You know, I used to feel really guilty about this one. I felt that I could only ask for help if it was to do something like go to work or to an exercise class, something along those lines. If this is you, feel free to make something up. You can have like a meeting with Dr. Von Gooseman or something and give yourself some guilt-free golden time where you're really taking care of yourself. It might be that you need some help with cleaning. I used to be deeply ashamed of having a cleaner, but I love my cleaners. Do not make me choose between them and you because you'll lose. And I would give up many things. 
coffee, eating out, even sex before I would give them up. The feeling you get when you come home to a clean house that you haven't had to do yourself is nothing short of magical. At a time when you are sad and struggling, having that feeling that someone else is looking after you will bring a ray of sunshine and a lot of hope. It could be as little as once a month to get the bathrooms done, but I highly, highly recommend allowing you to have, but I highly, highly recommend allowing yourself to have this because you deserve it. Um, Another biggie is getting financial or legal advice or some other thing that is really causing you stress but you've put your head in the sand and you want to pretend it doesn't exist. Unfortunately, it does exist and the fact you're ignoring it means you're potentially even more stressed. This kind of help will almost certainly cost you money but it will give you clarity and space. And shining a light on the thing you're worried about stops it being scary. And it gives you the power to do something about it. So I thought it would be helpful at this point to talk about my team because I've gone all out really and I don't mind saying that I've got a really good team and these are the people that help me. So obviously I've got like really close friends and family who have been incredible through this. But there's also, um, like, I have a therapist, I've had a coach, um, I have financial and legal help, I've got my cleaners, I have a nanny who helps two days a week to pick up my youngest while I'm picking up the oldest, and she'll put a load of washing on and do the dishwasher, that kind of thing. She's amazing. So, you know, there's loads of things you can do. Another one I want to mention is going to the doctors. If you are not coping, go and speak to your doctor. It's free, or at least it is in the UK. Go and speak to them because you might be able to get both therapy and anything else that you need that will... It might be the thing that makes the biggest difference to your life at this stage. Right, so now uh, we'll have a very quick break and then I want to talk a little bit about what I suggest you don't do when you're trying to build your team. I just wanted to tell you quickly about my divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, because tickets are now on sale and I'm really excited about it. So, divorce is shit, right? You want to hide in a cave and I don't think it's just me who feels like that. But you also have loads of practical stuff to sort out, some of which you might have zero experience in. Legal and financial management springs to mind. To survive my divorce, I threw everything at it. I spent a lot of money on different things and learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Now, I know there are many retreats out there, wonderful retreats that get to the heart of your pain but it was also the practical stuff that I struggled with, particularly around money. Heartache Hall is basically the retreat that I needed, that I didn't even realize I needed. And in my opinion, it's the perfect combination of emotional and practical support. It will save you so much time and heartache and even money because you'll leave with a really clear plan. And the really priceless thing for me is that you'll find your tribe. 
a group of women who are going through the same things you are and together you can support each other as you navigate your divorce. At the retreat you'll learn how to manage your emotions, you will have tackled your blocks around planning your future and have learned some critical mindset adjustments that give you permission to create the life of your dreams, to connect to hope and to prioritize joy. So, if you visit Heartache Hall, you can get loads more info. That's heartachehall.com. You can book your tickets there and you can even organize a call with me to see if you think the retreat is a good fit for you. Um, also, feel free to message me through the chat. Right, so we have been looking at how to build your team um, and I guess giving yourself permission to even ask for help. But the next thing I want to briefly touch on is what I suggest you don't do. And this is to try and keep your partner's family on side. You may think that you are in the right. You may love them, but they are your partner's family and your partner or ex-partner is gonna need them and their family will and should always choose them over you. That really hurt when I came to that realization and I had to grieve his family that had been a huge part of my life. So my final thoughts are, when someone offers to help you, and they will, please say yes. You don't have to come up with anything on the spot. You can go away and come up with something that they can help you with. That's absolutely fine. Your people want to help you, and it's a really nice way for them to feel connected to your struggle and to feel like they're helping to make a difference. You'll have your chance to repay them, I promise. Okay, my love, have a great week. Go and say yes to help. And I will see you next week for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. Don't forget, as ever, to review and subscribe. And if you've got a friend who might enjoy this, please do recommend they listen too. Don't forget you can get in touch either through Instagram at hharveywrites or via my website, hannahharvey.uk. I would love to hear from you. And if you've got any thoughts on this week's episode, or if you've got any questions, please do get in touch. See you next week.